Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Ojeremiah Talks. This is Aaron from the band O Jeremiah and you're tuning in on a on a Wednesday is whenever we release it. Is that important? That's probably not important. Anyways, uh, once a month we have a podcast up for grabs <laughs> for the public. And then if you're wondering, what are they doing the rest of the month? Why is there just one podcast a month? Well, the rest of our podcasts live on a little site called Patreon. And for, yeah, I'm going to sell something to you really quick. For just $5 a month, you can hear a weekly episode of us talking to each other like so. Sometimes we interview our friends. Uh, sometimes we just talk to each other about our feelings. That's usually the case. We cover Enneagram talks. We cover anxiety, body shaming, <laughs> dogs, literally everything you could think about. And that also, pops into, also, hello, Jeremiah. <laughs> also the music industry. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. like what we do. For, sure, 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 yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. So you can subscribe for $5 a month to get that weekly episode. Or you can subscribe for $10 a month to get the weekly episode plus a little extra. It's actually the music uh, side of our Patreon, which is like bonus content, extra mm-hmm. uh, songs, like B-sides. Yep. Songs that didn't demos. make it on the album. Yeah, all that Early kind of stuff. editions of songs. Photo shoot mishaps. Those are fun. Super fun. Also, mm. you can see us on tour. We leave next week. We're leaving the Patreon internet for a second, and we're talking about tour. Yep. And then we are going to be in Hattiesburg, Mississippi on the 13th of September. Jackson, Mississippi on the 14th of September. Mm-hmm. Mobile, Alabama on the 15th. 15th. And then here's where the we're math the gets. the beach for the three days yeah. that we're off. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the... 18th we're in tupelo mississippi uh-huh. and the 20th in athens georgia Say and then what? the 26th in atlanta georgia yeah, at the lots. legendary eddie's attic a lot of shows so lot of shows go ahead up. and spread the word about the dates we would really appreciate it word of mouth does better than the internet yes and you can get all the info for those shows at ojeremiah.com for the podcast ojeremiah talks because that's the name of the podcast dot com this is a great intro. Is that clear? Yeah. I'm just trying to be clear. So for this episode this week, we are taking questions from people on the internet about what it is like to be O'Jeremiah and who knows where the heck this is going to go. Yeah. Shocking amount of questions about Got our new... Got a lot of questions about our dog. About our new dog. So let's get into it. That answers one of them. Yes, it's our dog. <laughs> O'Jeremiah... Oh, wait. Get it, babe. O'Jeremiah talks to you. If you don't keep that in there, I'm quitting the band. Whoops. We've never done this before. Oh, so we're recording? Yeah. Listen, I started this new... I guess I'll tell them at the end. Never mind. No, no, go ahead and tell them. Oh, is that the thing you're super into? Well, it wasn't until we clinked. Oh, then why don't we wait until the end? Well, I was going to tell them. There'll be something else. I started collecting uh, little glasses, like vintage glassware, and I'm just getting one of each anywhere I go. I think they're adorable, and I think our glasses right now... Listen... Can we take a picture? I'll take a picture of it and post it if anyone cares. That's a pretty that's pretty uh, synonymous with how you decorate our entire lives. 
because it's just one of each of everything. Yeah, one Give of the, uh, Fraser calls that eclectic, but I love eclectic. You love eclectic. Do you think it's but ugly? But we have we have a director's chair that is bright orange. Stop it. We have something that looks like melted peppermint on one of the couches. Uh, that's really offensive. It's not. Uh, our couch is Do navy you not, blue. Are you just now telling me you don't like my style? No, no. That, do I sound like I don't like our style? Uh, uh, this sounds very complimentary melted. to me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, melted peppermint is delicious. It still tastes exactly like peppermint. I am very eclectic. I like a lot of things. You do like a lot of things, but you don't like a lot of things so much that you'll go all into them. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. You got like one foot in, one foot out. I have collections. I you, love a good collection. You do? I have a map collection. Now I'm starting a unique vintage glass collection well, I mean, this little this is my little whiskey glass we don't have two of the same coffee anything, mug did anything. you know that yeah i do i'm aware of you and we don't have two of the same anything mm. so here we are this week is the general public episode of o jeremiah talks and we thought it would be fun if we yeah. sat down and answered questions from people mm. which we thought would be super fun mm -hmm. and do you want to go first with the question do you want me to i'll go first okay do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for an easy one. Um, wait, the questions that like you can't, they don't really make sense to answer. Do I have to answer them? Well, no. I don't know. I mean, you can try. Okay. Um, will you take noodles on tour? Noodles well, is our Well, let's dog. go ahead and talk about noodles because I was very shocked at how many of the questions were noodles I related. got one, two, three, four. I got four questions about noodles alone okay so let's go ahead and catch the people up about noodles noodles is our dog so we got a dog two weeks ago mm -hmm. i turned 30 in january and since we were together i always said before i turned 30 i want a dog because it's true because I, I grew up in dog families and or what i was raised <laughs> by dogs raised by wolves uh there were tons of dogs in our family like <laughs> I think there were, you can attest to this. We've never had less than four dogs at one time. Yeah. It's really chill at your parents' yes, house. Yes. The first dog I ever named was Skye, and she was a, uh, interesting, she was a sheepdog, which is what we think noodles might be. We're confused about noodles. Yes. Yeah, she has very blurred um, lines, but we nicknamed Skye mm -hmm. Speed Bump because she got run over 13 sure. times. Sure. And then she went on to be with our Lord after the 13th I a, time. I had a cat named Tripod because her leg got ran over slash decapitated in a lawnmower. It's really funny. Her name time, was Frosty. When you're, when you're kids, <laughs> how devastating those blows are and how sometimes... When it you wasn't get, a big deal to me. Oh my gosh, you heartless I, well, woman. Tripod just... She got along faster, if we're honest. I was wrecked over speed bump. I did see Buttons die. <laughs> that was that was a rough moment. That sounds really my rough. Childhood. To me. So we our 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 favorite family so, yeah. in Athens had this dog. You teach their children violin. Uh huh. And you had this special connection. Yes, to I've this known, little pooch that is currently at. Our I've feet. known Noodles for a long time. I think Lydia didn't she send you a picture of me and Noodles like months ago? Months ago. And I was like, there's something about this. Can dog. I out you now that we have a dog? Can I tell why it's such a big deal that we have noodles? No, no. Are you sure? I feel like this is a victory, though. It's not really completely true. I'm picky. Okay. Uh, he's going to say I don't like dogs, but that's not true. Okay. 
ladies and gentlemen i'm incredibly picky i state my case i'm being ridiculous this you, makes me sound like would, a really bad person we would be in a place Stop. that had a lot of great dogs like Asheville, north carolina denver colorado oh and we're walking around the town before a show starts they, and those cities have so many great dogs they do have great dogs and i wait wait and then i would be like oh my gosh aaron look at this so-and-so dog and i would like, look at it and you would look at it. I and wouldn't you would pet say, it because I didn't want to bother the people. And then you would say things like, yeah, I don't like the way that it like breathes. Like, I don't like, oh, that one barks. Let's don't get that one. That Listen. One. And then you say things like, babe. why do dogs lick? And then I'm, and then it, it's I, a weird form of affection. It, it's actually, it's one of the best forms. No, it's. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the hypothesis. Hey, babe, Stop. I don't think you like dogs. I think he incorrectly used the word hypothesis. I don't... Is that... I feel like that was right. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. It makes me sound like a really bad person. You're not a bad person. And then you... One time I had... My favorite thing about this hmm. is that in... Whenever I said, hey, babe, I don't think you like dogs. You said, if you tell anyone, I will kill you. Yeah, because it, it hurt my feelings. As if it was a dirty little secret. Yeah, because it makes me feel like garbage. It shouldn't make you feel like garbage because now we have noodles. I know. I love noodles. So I the knew best. Wait, hold up. Best pet, because I have a question of like, where'd you get the name noodles? Isn't that what I just said? And the best pet name ever? No, two. Listen to me. Listen to me. We had a cat. You've already heard me say this a thousand I've times. I've heard this story. Did I say this so last week on the? Other I, I can't. Can I, I'll say it, and I've got another one too because I had a rabbit that had a great name. So my first cat ever, her name was Goober. Okay. And she had a litter of kittens, and my dad was like, okay, Aaron, you can keep one of them. And I was like, cool, can I name it? And he was like, yeah, sure, what do you want to call it? And I was like, Gooby. <laughs> it cracks me <laughs> it's up so It's so hard much. for me to pretend like so I like that story. I know, okay, here's I the I think other. you told us that, told here's... me that on our first date, and I was just like, God, I love this woman. Oh. But that is a terrible story. I think and had I known Goober I was going to have to hear Gooby. it. I think it's hilarious. Okay. Had I known I was going to hear that story second, for seven straight years. Second best name ever. Uh, my babysitter was so special to me as a kid that I got a pet rabbit and I named her after my babysitter. So my rabbit's name was Laura. Also, not that, not, not my I thought favorite she ran, pet I was story. told she ran away in a hurricane, but it turns out we had a dog that ate her. And it always goes dark <laughs> and it always <laughs> shocks me when you go dark. So with- noodles. Is our dog. So I knew Noodles was going to be our dog because the first... So uh, the Wells, the family that owned Noodles, went out of town and we dog sat Noodles. And you had such an affection. We just like went to take Noodles out to Walker. Mm-hmm. And I look and, and we're you're jogging. jogging down the street <laughs> in a dress. Yeah. And you're like... Like like you're in New York City and this is your only form of cardio. And I look and you look so jolly. I was going through my phone looking at pictures and I found that picture of you walking noodles. And I don't think you were that happy looking on our wedding day. Cool. Like you, it was even raining. It was I raining. I was in sandals. I was in a dr- It was raining. Not prime, but I could just tell she had some energy and she needed to get it out. So I jogged. And I have a hard time with it. Because I treat noodles like a queen, <laughs> and she still likes you better than me. She really does. She really we does. We tested it out last night, and it's V-true. <laughs> it's V-true. Like, one of the things... If she had to pick, it would be me. If we were both at, at the end of a hallway. See, here's the opposite thing. Opposite ends. I could not tell you... Sure. ...how much poop I've had to pick up. Great. 
I can tell you exactly how much you picked up. It's weird. She never poops whenever she's on a walk with me. You picked up one thing of poo, mm-hmm. and you expected me to praise you for it. I don't really look at it. I just side-eye it, so I don't have to... <laughs> Do Use you, your periffs? Yes, yes. Your poo periffs. It's incredibly warm and but makes me want to vomit. It is It is shockingly warm. I But so she... We I go grew on... Up, I grew up in the cool. woods of Mississippi, mm-hmm. and when our dogs had to go... It was all fair game. Oh, I mean, yeah, I grew up on a farm. The do- I mean, like, picking up poo, that's like a New York City thing. And and as a kid, that was like, oh, that's, why would you ever need to do that? Yeah. Anyways. Okay, so Noodles, we didn't give her her name. Um, so I'm not, I forgot how they picked Noodles. Maybe the girls of the family were like, her hair looks like Noodles. Yes, I think that could be it. Okay, interesting. Um, so that question, don't really know. When can I meet Noodles? Whenever, just schedule a time. I have... <laughs> I have a um, Google Doc available I love for that. I love that. noodle times. Yes. That's a joke. Um, will you take noodles on tour? Oh, my word. That's the goal. That'd be so... That's the goal. So... That'd be awesome. Noodles is a very anxious... We think she's a sheep doodle mm. That's what our best guess With is. With a little bit of golden. Because yeah, she, her hair is not normal. Her hair is not super normal. She Color. sheds a little bit. But um, she is definitely, she's more hypoallergenic than not. You know what's crazy is like before we ever decided, or I knew we were going to end up with a dog. Like there's no way I was going to let you turn 30 without a dog, okay? I know. It was going to be a whippet, but I'll get over that. Yeah. So I, but my deal breaker was though, like the idea of like a, because our dogs growing up, we didn't have them inside like you did. So like I'm very, I like to, cleanliness is really important to me and so a dog shedding like really stressed me out like i mean i know it can be dealt with but it really stressed me out so my deal breaker before finding a dog for you was like they can't shed and then we get noodles and i was like i love her so much you can shed wherever you want yeah yeah. and i think that's what real love is because she doesn't i said i think that she sheds low to medium amount yeah have you seen how much hair she has it's amazing that she doesn't just like I know. Poop a braid every and day. And it's also nice because, like, I'll be getting lunch at Chipotle, and I'll look down on my black T-shirt from Buck Mason, mm-hmm. and there will be one noodle hair on my chest. And you get excited? And it's like she's there with me. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. So, we would definitely take noodles on tour. That's the goal. When we got her, though, she was super anxious. Y- yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, she's calmed down a good bit. I would love... Right now, we're still at the level where we're staying with friends and family on the road, which is awesome. But it's already enough to be like, hey, can we stay at your place? We don't want to be like, hey, can we stay at your place? Also, we have this dog. So, here's the goal. In my... A year might be too soon. Let's say, like, under five-year goal would be able to take... I would say two- to three-year goal would be able to take noodles on the road with us in the expectation that we would be getting a hotel every night. Yeah. And so she could um, have a safe place and like we would be comfortable with her. But I like that having noodles makes us have that goal Mm -hmm. because I love staying with friends. I love staying up until 3 a.m. to having stories and stuff. But I like someone we were talking uh, to this band one time and they were talking about how they lived in their van for a year and Mm -hmm. they were like on the road the whole time and they had a pug. Yeah. And they said that they knew they had to get a hotel because their pugs would start sweating and they treated their dogs better than they treated themselves. Oh, I remember that conversation. Yeah, and I I always found that so fascinating and we want to like, for us, like we would make better decisions based on noodles than ourselves. I just realized though, there's no way she would be able to stay in a hotel room without us. Why is that? Have you seen her? without us at home how much has she changed in the last two weeks though no i know but like we've gotten her a sound machine 
Well, we already had one for guests, but now let's be honest, it's for noodles. It is for We noodles. have a sound machine. We leave a TV show on for her to watch. Frasier. Call it what it is. We we got her calming chews. They're all natural, grain-free. Don't worry. We definitely went all in. Yeah, yeah. I found all natural flea and tick spray. Don't know how well that's working. Um. So, yeah, the, it would be awesome to take her on tour. I don't... We got to figure out what to do with her doing shows, though. Do you have any more noodles questions? I want to know the story of how Noodles adopted you. Well, she looked in my eyes and said, I love you. And then I said, I'll take her. Yes. And then we were, we had, you had girls night over here. Mm -hmm. You guys were drinking wine and eating cheese. Mm -hmm. I was playing Zelda Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. And you came in and this was the week we were dog sitting her. And you said, Jeremiah? What if we adopted her? I got so excited. Because we knew the family was looking for a new home. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I was ever not like, oh, we're getting a dog. I it was, was like, so weird. you he seem be- like you're became, jazzed on cheese and crackers. He became me. And he right. was like, uh, no. He was like bad parent and was just like, um, no, we can't do this. And I was like, Jeremiah, this is everything I want right now. And I will say the first three days were tough, but now she is perfect oh, she's dog. gotten She's gotten so much better. We went on a two-mile little run-walk situation this morning, and she even stays on one side of me now. She's she amazing. Only, she only crashed into my legs one time. I wanted to say, hey, Got come a little She's chewing, babe, 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 she's chewing on her toy. She's not going to say hi. Aw, you don't know that. Noodles, I what, love you. What would she do? I okay. think she would sniff into the mic. So we just, yeah, the family was... They posted that they were looking for a new home. They didn't have the time that they needed to um, give to her. And they love her so much. And um, we love them so much. And we, it just it was just right. And then we also have two really dear friends that were just like, hey, listen, we will watch her for you whenever you're on tour. And that was the reassurance we needed to get her. And I will say, since we've uh, come out of the closet as dog parents, that... That joke is always weird to me. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, what would you like me to say instead? Um, since we have become dog parents. Since we've become dog parents, the people have come out and been like, hey, if you ever need a dog sitter. Oh, yeah. It's been awesome. Because they have like... she's so sweet. She's so sweet. She just... She's very clingy. She has a little bit of... A lot of separation anxiety from me. Probably you too, right? Yeah, but it's like you know where you stand because like when you leave... She gets she gets bummed for a while, but when I leave, I walk back in. And she's like, "Oh, where you been?" <laughs> and it's like nothing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I think like, that's all the noodles questions okay, so I this got. One, let me can I, can you pass it off to me? Yeah, of course. So my question, my first question is, do you do the enneagram? Mm, if so, no. explain your numbers no. in relation to each other. Pass. So I, not only do, hasn't helped me at all in life. So not only do we do the enneagram, we hecka. Listen, do the sister, enneagram. brother, whoever you is, I almost became a coach. I got real deep into it. It was one of the first things we learned when we moved to Athens. Yeah, I um, used it incorrectly a lot of times. Uh, I I got really into it though, like um, super into it. It still helps me a ton. I still follow all of the enneagram accounts that I can find that are funny. I, I weave in and out of how much I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we've entered this weird spot where it like... It feels like a pyramid scheme now. Yeah, it feels like... Uh, People are capitalizing on it. Do you do the Enneagram also? Would you like to sign up for Roden and Fields? Like it feels like... It Ro- kind of, yeah, well, it, yeah, it feels like 
yeah, do you do Enneagram? Would you like to sign up for my seminar on how to, I mean, some of them are awesome. I, I think some are really, really great, but it's like, it's being used to like put people in a box and it, anyway, sorry, we're not that salty to it right now. And we need to be nicer well, about it. So the question is, what are our numbers in relation to each other? Oh, we're, we just read that our two numbers holding hands hold together this little word called indecisiveness. So I'm a seven wing six. We share that. You're a nine wing one. Mm-hmm. Me as a seven, I'm the enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I am extremely happy. Very, I love talking to people. Extroverted to the nth degree. You're very excited about what's happening next. Yes, I'm ve- I'm, I'm like a little kid. I've been told that uh, the, the character that is the most seven is Peter Pan. What are you motivated by? I'm motivated, I, I'm motivated against pain and I want to experience hmm. everything. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. So you as a nine... Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm a nine, wing one. I'd say my wing is pretty strong. Um, I Noodles is rubbing against the couch. Quit it. Quit it. Noodles. Wait, say hey to everybody. Sorry, we're trying to get her to not do that. What'd she do? She just took a bite out of the mic, and it was the cutest thing I've ever Aww. seen. Okay. I love you. Okay, 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 okay. Noodles is a six. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I'm a nine. I'm motivated by keeping harmony and peace everywhere I go. Uh, conflict is really terrifying to me. And I've learned to lean into it a little bit better, but it's very, very difficult. I don't, here's the thing though. They asked about in relation to each other because I do think that our numbers like have an influence on our relationship, but I also think that we know each other we Pat, go deeper than the Enneagram. Go deeper than the Enneagram, yeah. yeah. The, I, I like to tell people that your Enneagram number is kind of like the clothes that you put on in dealing with the world. It's like kind of like the personality you've learned to put on. Yo, sister, trash can is not up for grabs. That's never happened before. Hey, quit it. I think it. it's because I put all those dog treats in there. I love you. Lay down. Um, so... Yeah, I think we know each other. It it does it. Our energy levels are very true. That we could not be more opposites. Your your number is one of the most energizing numbers for on the Enneagram. Not not just for people. I'm not just talking about extrovert introvert. I'm talking about like you have energy to get it done. And my number has. I think fives and nines have the least amount of energy. The and difference. I think sevens and eights have the most. And threes. The di- I think, yeah. The difference is that nines can, or I'm sorry, fives can go to sleep and like recharge their battery, but nines don't have that ability, which is really frustrating. I'm like very envious of that because nines, there's always this like internal and external battle to keep the peace among everything in life. Right. And it's very hard for yeah. me. I. I've loved getting to know myself better through the Enneagram, but that's also like, sometimes it feels like when you talk to someone that loves Alabama football so much that you're like, do you know how to talk about anything else? Yeah. And I have a hard time with it in that regard. Like some people will be like, oh, you know, that's me because I'm such a classic do or whatever. Yeah. But I think if you take it for what it's worth and like it helps you put words to the way that you feel, I think that it's really, really impactful. But if it's very it's very easy to let that get out of hand, and I think you and I have both seen uh, you and I have both seen the spoils of that in different ways. 
Yeah, that's true. So Enneagram, look some stuff up on it. Some books that we really like are The Sacred Enneagram, The Road Back to You, but the thing that we recommend the most is the Sleeping at Last podcast. It's He, he goes through each number and beautifully beautifully he has a song and a podcast for every number the seven made me cry three times and mm. it felt like free therapy because i felt very seen and very known here's a quick thing um and i know you've probably heard this from other people uh i i'm doing a last chance for questions by the way that's all i was doing i took a picture of you hope that's okay um a lot of people will say where's the test i can take here's the thing their tests exist they really do um i don't super recommend them though i think uh it's not always the end of the world i don't want to be like super definitive in that but be careful with it because it's only 60 percent accurate and like yeah it's kind of a shortcut to finding the answer but what if the answer is wrong and like this is something this is like a road to such a discovery about yourself and it's not like in I would say it's not like a super easy thing to walk through whenever you find out your number. It, becoming that self-aware is is kind of difficult. And so if you take a test and like it says that you're a number and you go and read about that number and you really believe because the test gave you that answer that that so your number like what if someone like really believes that and then they start acting a different way because of it you know what i mean yes yeah, so when i took the test i tested as an eight mm -hmm. and if you know me i could not be less of an eight mm -hmm. because you have you have a, some maybe well yeah but i don't i don't feel like i'm a good leader of people in a lot of ways i don't feel like i'm good at arguing so that's okay so what yeah. happened though uh, so what I did was I went to road back to you and I looked at the, the, a good piece of advice I got was look at the negative traits of each one right. and the ones that hurt your feeling, the feelings the most, yeah. that's the number that you probably, that's are. probably what it is because so get the road back to you is in an amazing introductory book. There is yeah. a checklist at the beginning of each descript each number. And it says, you may be a blank if you are, if you identify the, with these things and there's a list of 20 things usually. And just like read through those read through the whole book like you you might know quickly but just really read everything because it's it it's so it's just a really and it could be a really really helpful tool if it's used in the right way and like yeah you you might i there like i had if you're like me like i got such a fire for it like it was something that i believed in so quickly because it was the first time i'd had language to identify how i felt yeah. About a lot of the ways that I've grown up, about a lot of the ways I've felt misunderstood, about keeping the peace in my life just as a whole. And so, um, so yeah, it, again, the test is not, ac is not always, is not always accurate. And I need you to be careful with that. So read. Well, one read of the, the things that the Enneagram did, probably the best gift the Enneagram ever gave me was on our first record, there was probably four really sad songs on that record and that's because i wanted to be a sad songwriter my favorite sad songwriter is Corey kilgannon and i like i love Sigur rose i love like just re just like let me cry and sing at the same time and when i learned that i was a seven on the enneagram it, i learned very very quickly that i was built to be happy and one of the things i don't think human beings have really have really mastered is self-awareness and the second it was pointed out to me that I am naturally a happy person, it seemed silly to look back and be like, oh, I want to be a sad songwriter because my one of my great gifts is to be uplifting and jolly. Like I'm a very jolly person. And every time I sing a sad song, it's like I'm acting. 
and the Enneagram was a gift for me in that way, I would yeah. say. Would you agree with that? 1000%. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a gift. Like I would, um, I would, I highly recommend it for, it helps me love other people so much better. It's true. And I understand a lot of people. I have a lot of like grace and understanding for people now that I didn't have prior to the Enneagram. So, um, yep. It's a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. do you want next question? Do you want me okay, to? I, I got a good one. one, but you go. Okay. Uh, this one I don't have an answer to, but I think you might have an answer to. Okay. Uh, if you could go on a besties vacation with any musician, who would it be? And where would you go? That is a great question. I would go right now. Oh. I, w- I would go to Dublin, Ireland with Dermot Kennedy. Oh, that's a good one for you. Yeah. Because Dermot is, is maybe my favorite songwriter right now. Mm. Uh, I would either do that or I would go. No, it's gotta be that one. I think. Yeah. He seems like a nice person. He seems like a nice dude, but also I love his music. I would also like, I really like Lewis Capaldi and I think he's really funny. Yeah. And I would go to Scotland with him and he could show me a good pub or two. Mm-hmm. But I, I love, I love UK songwriters and their stories, especially those two right now. I love a good, angry sounding singer that I will never be. And They're they can just, show you like, and they can just show me what I need world. to know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, it's good to know. Uh, my question: It's hard, like traveling with someone. Like I'm taking that so literally. Like that's hard. Well, my, I don't. I don't know that I'd want to do it with anyone I didn't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. My question is from McLean McKinney. Hey, who, McLean. Who we love. He was. Uh, are he, you supposed to say their name? Uh, no, but I had to give him a shout out because <laughs> I love him so much. Fair. Uh, he it was in. He was the producer on three of our music videos, and he is the talent show host in tremble and he is the news anchor in even if it kills me we love him but his question is what is something that you're learning right now which is the most mclean question that you could ask i have one i have an answer but do you i want i need a minute so you can go ahead Uh, i would say that i'm learning two things right now yeah 30 is the new 20 i think i believe that in myself (laughs) because i feel like every day i i learn to like myself a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I still feel young enough. I still feel young enough to not feel qualified. And I feel old enough that I know I could know better if that makes any sense. So that's something that I'm working on. Number two would be that I'm coming to the understanding now that no matter how, how far we get, it will most likely not fulfill me. Yeah. I feel like the bigger the show the bigger the hole in my chest. And as days go by, I realize that I'm chasing after a thing that is dressed up. And the thing that's underneath the fancy outfit is I need to learn how to love myself better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that I'm learning right now. Yeah. What about you? Um, Something I've thought a lot about today, actually. Uh, I am learning that... This sounds really weird. Uh, I'm learning that I am good at things. Hello. And if I don't believe that, I have a really hard time accomplishing day-to-day things. And so I'm having to really believe that I'm, I'm good. It's really hard for me. The hardest thing for me and you in our career hmm. is that you still to this day say, I'm like, why don't you take in those compliments that they give you about your voice? Why don't Mm -hmm. you just like celebrate that? Why don't you just live in that moment? And you always say, because I haven't earned it. Mm -hmm. And that just makes me want to just like flip tables, give Mm -hmm. noodles back to her owner and just like run away into Mm -hmm. the darkness. Yeah. And I think that 
you a gift like that you don't earn a mm-hmm. gift like that is beyond you i know and you just should receive I know. it yeah well i'm even talking about like in the things that i have worked for i don't like there's no one out i know i'm like 28 but there there's no one after school that's telling you job well done, especially being like self-employed. Right. And so it's really hard to evaluate myself sometimes because I'm always going to say that I'm bad. Like the thing, as much as I loved music school in college, I definitely left with a great sense of what I was bad at. Hmm. And so I've had to overcome that ever since. And like, I'm really good at accepting what I need work on. But if I'm fixated on that, then I, then I can't show up and be present. That's a really good that's a really good thing to say. The other thing that makes makes me think of that I can't remember the last time someone said good job to me and I didn't think and I took it for what they said. Yeah. I didn't I didn't yeah. unwrap it or think it to death. I, know. I just sat with it so much. Cuz you could even question their motives for saying it. Yeah. It's really hard, yeah. Why can't we just say like Why can't we just enjoy that? But today I was um I was headed to teach and I was like I was like no like you're fighting this right now because you don't think you're good at it and you right. need to believe that you're good at it. So true. And that um, oozes out into everything that you do, I think. Good work. Ooze. Yeah, I don't think it's good. I needed something else. I think that's from the Power think, Rangers movie. So that's what I'm learning right now. Yeah, yeah. that was today. No, that was cool. That's oh. cool of you. Okay. Uh, I think it's your turn. Yeah, I just clinked myself. Okay. Mm. Um, do you recommend the Patreon do you like slash recommend the patreon platform what are the pros versus cons for it i am when people tell me a lot of people want to hang out and get coffee and say hey tell me what i should know if i want to go into music Mm -hmm. the first thing i tell them is get a patreon page because the music business is in such a weird spot right now that no one knows how to make any money doing it. And it's like, yeah. right now it's like, there are no, there are nobody artists. And then there's like Lizzo and there's no in between. Right. But for us, this Patreon has changed the game for us because it gives us at least a little bit of something that we can count on. And the name of the game for everyone is how do we make this monetizable? Yeah. And Patreon has been a really great way of people like, it's not, you know, we always say, oh, no one buys records anymore. And the reason no one buys records anymore is because they don't have to. Like, there's no, I don't buy records anymore. And I love music more than anybody. But because of that, I don't know how to support the artists in every way I want to. And the answer Patreon gives you. They yeah. say, hey, here's an outlet for you to support the artists that you love. Yeah. Because you're right. People don't buy music anymore. Less people go to shows now. Here's a way you can, from your bedroom, support an artist that you really care about. And for us, every Patreon means the world to us. It goes directly to you. Uh, Patreon takes a cut, but it's not very much. It's awesome. Right, it's not much at all. And it's a monthly withdrawal. Like, you can withdraw at any point in the month that you want. I think you can even let it stack if you wanted to, like, save up. But... um, it it feels like a personal connection to the people that like are really invested in us. We show them like everything that we have. Yeah, I yeah. I think that a thing that I think about with Patreon is is that are we like taking all the mystery out of this because we tell them everything, and I think that Patreon has been a really great gift for us, and I think it's kind of the future of music 
for us specifically. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my question next, I think I, I've got a bunch on here. I'm going to kind of, I don't think we're going to be able to get to all Just of them. Just because you need to hear this. JD said, does Jeremiah have a license for those guns? Ooh, I am wearing a tank top. Mm-hmm. Can you verify that in the picture you just posted that it does not show that I'm not wearing britches? Because I'm definitely in my... Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Did you? Oh, my oh. goodness, babe. I think I just turned red. Are you okay? I think you can't tell. Okay. No, I'm good. Yeah, oh, it's, my it's totally fine. word. Uh, what, is, what was the first song... My heart's racing really fast. <laughs> what I was the I just, first song... I thought song I just bleeped the internet. ...that you learned oh. on your instrument? What? What is the first song that you learned on your instrument? That's my first question. I mean, Mississippi Stop, Stop, Duh. Mississippi Stop, Stop. To the tune of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. You you learned fast, Bows. <laughs> the first song I learned was Pretty Woman. But the first song I ever played in a band was Damn It by Blink-182. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned that on the podcast quite a well, few times. some of us were five when we started. Well, some of us were 11 and we had exquisite taste. Exquisite. <laughs> exquisite. <laughs> okay, easy, sister. That was the most amazing... <laughs> with it tape okay i love you okay um we covered patreon okay i just have one more seriously so many noodles questions if you weren't pursuing music in your life what do you think you'd be doing instead i know your answer no you don't Uh, say it on three one two three professional basketball player oh my gosh (laughs) you'd be an actor i think i would have pursued acting yeah i think that i think i would have done that i do know your answer do you know my answer a chef that's because you saw my story. Uh, how dare you? Just because you posted in a story doesn't mean I don't I know you. I was trying you. to be vague and hip. You're not vague um, or hip. I'm just kidding. Uh, and uh, here's the thing for me. I think I would have been a chef, but I'm, I don't love the fire aspect. Yeah. I think for me, I would have gone into acting because the reason I wanted to become a professional performer mm-hmm. is because I, I, I was in bands my whole life and... Like since I was like 11, I was playing with my friends and we were covering pop punk songs like Green Day and New Found Glory. Sure. But all of our shows sucked. Like we played in shopping malls and on trailer beds in parking lots of malls. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't, I never had the taste of what a good show was. I just knew that I loved music, right? Mm -hmm. But whenever I was in uh, 11th grade, I was the Scarecrow in Wizard of Oz, and we had like 10 shows, and all of them were sold out, and it was the first time I ever felt good at anything, because there was a director, and uh, his daughter was from New York, and she was in town, and she came back after the show, and she said, I have to talk to the Scarecrow, he was amazing. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, I'm good at performing in front of people. Yeah, you really are. And Do Do you need an audience for it? I think I need an audience because I I really enjoy that relationship of yeah. audience and performer because I to this day I can't get over how much an audience doesn't realize the power they have in a performance. Yeah. And whenever an audience is good, it can go so much further in a performance. Just how good a show could possibly be is is how good the audience is. Yeah. But I, I decided not to go into acting because I went bald at 17 and I was like, oh, there's no chance that I could, I could ever make it doing this. And I love music more than I love acting. I just like, it just, it was one way or the other. Like I've always been a musician 
and one of the things that O Jeremiah has given us that uh, whenever we perform, it's like we get to make music videos and I get to act and I get to write the music videos or whatever. So you still incorporate it. So I still get to do well, it. Well, and I incorporate mine every day because you have to eat. So that yeah. works out. So it's cool. Now I was trying to find, I had, uh, do you remember those videotapes we got for that video yeah. um, that we did with our like childhood videos? There is a video of me in, in the kitchen in my pajamas practicing uh, some Christmas tune. And it was very clearly the first year I started violin lessons. Mm. And... I was a little ham. You were a little bit. I was ham. adorable. Yeah, I'm very I thankful I that we went into that. music, though. Oh yeah. This is the dream job. Yeah. The worst show was the dream job. I have a couple more, for. Of jobs you would do? No, no, of questions. Oh, go ahead. I don't have what, any more. What is your dream show? Like, if you went to concert, you bought tickets. Living or dead? Oh. That's one of the questions. Okay, so I've heard he's not. He wasn't a great person. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. That's literally what gonna I was going to guess at. So, but here's the plot twist. I would do, I would like Frank Sinatra to close the night. No, 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 no. Start the night. And then I would like him to play all of his hits, all of the songs that I know. I'm very specific. And then I would like Snarky Puppy to close out. What a strange show that would be. And I'd like to be in a tiny little jazz club and just dance the night away. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mine would be Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. And I would want it to be in the 70s. Oh, oh, that's... Mine would be fine if it was now. Yeah. Yeah. And I would want Jim Crochet to open solo and him to sing songs and him to tell stories. That's what I would really, really love. Okay. So I've got... I've got let me ask... I'll just do... One of them I didn't... Know, I know that you won't know, but I have to ask anyway. The top six Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what I that even means. I had a feeling you weren't going to like that. Obviously, Pikachu six times. Why even bother? And then let's end on a good one. What musicians influence you guys? Let's end with this one. Uh, I think my singing voice probably was influenced a little bit by listening to all the jazz voices growing a up. A little bit? A lot. A lot of bit. I listened to a lot of Nora Jones growing up. I listened to a lot of Nat King Cole and a lot of Frank Sinatra and Ella. Oh my goodness, how did Fitzgerald? Fitzgerald, wow, sorry. And yeah, I just listened to so many jazz singers growing up. I love, I loved it so much. I think, yeah. I think the most influential musician <laughs> to me, if I had to say in the early days, it'd be Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eight Two, obviously. Right. And I, if I would say now, it would be Paul Simon. And one of the things that I've always loved is how musicians can weave humor and songwriting. Like Tom DeLonge and Blink-22. I've said this before, but the thing I love about music so very much is that it can be any form of art weaved into itself. So music has elements of comedy. It has elements of drama. It has We get to act doing it. Like We get to do so many things with our music career. And I learned that early on because I loved watching Blink-182 concert films and how they would spend more time talking than playing music. And I just always loved that. Yeah. Okay, that was fun, babe. I really enjoyed... Uh, how long did we go? Uh, we were at uh, 43 minutes, just about. But we still have to say the thing that we're super into right You don't now. have any more questions? No, that's it. Well. So why don't you tell me what you're super into right now? Oh man, I already talked about the antique glasses. 
I know, and I tried to get, I tried to stop. I you. know, I know, no, no, no. Wait, I had another one. Oh, I know this is re- this is really lame and basic, but walking does a lot of good for me. Especially now that you got the nudes. Oh my word, it's the best with the dog. But just walking in general without music or a podcast. Well, I gotta tell you, new, walking noodles is a lot is a lot like Fair. making sure your drunk roommate gets home safe. What? She does not walk in a straight line. Oh, I trained her today. Oh, uh, did you? Is that all it took one yeah, day? Yeah, she got she quit swerving. She is a the swerver. trick is to run her so like to like sprint a bunch to where she gets so tired that she just follows you. Well, I'll say this: my big victory with the nudes happened. Uh, this weekend when we realized we could walk her without a leash. Uh, you're welcome. Okay. Can you get some off of your us, high horse? Some of us are more confident with, with some of us are more confident with dog training. Okay. I am pretty confident. You are medium confident. I was like, babe, let's take her off the leash. And he was like, what? And we did. And she did perfectly because she listens to commands very well. She is a genius. We I, have a now genius we don't dog. even have to put her on a leash. Can we change her to name to bathroom. Edison? No, no. Edison noodles <laughs> <laughs> she didn't move i am super into several things today how many can i say what have we ever breached a limit Wait, listen i didn't finish my thing about walking though. Oh, if you're ahead. in a bad mood like just i know everyone says this but like it really does make a difference it's been making a huge difference for me lately i love and don't listen to music don't listen to a podcast i know that might sound like torture but there's just like so much joy that you can get from it and i just I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Just try it. Why are you mad at everybody? Well, I'm not. Okay. Do you want to go for a walk after this? No, I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) So back to my question. How many things can I be super into? Because I've got so many right now. Is this a good sign that you're into? What are you consuming this week? So I cannot stop listening to the Lizzo song. Is it, what is it called? Fine as hell? What is it called? Uh, good as hell? I, good as hell. It was playing on my phone just then. I love a song that makes me involuntarily shake my tukus. And Did that you song, jig, it gets my tukus jigging. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, you sent it to me when I was cooking dinner tonight, and I was like, okay. That song is so bopping, that song. It's very boppy. So I would say Lizzo's good as hell, and I would say I started the television show. Oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Succession on uh, HBO. And I. Are you already finished with it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's in it? Macaulay Culkin's brother is in it. What? Yeah, I know. I didn't know he had a brother. But when you're looking at him, you're like, is that Macaulay Culkin? Culkin? No, that's that's the other one. So that's a really good that's a really good show. It's it's basically it's written by the guy that did Anchorman, or it's not written by, but he directs uh, one of the shows. Anchorman two cracked me up so much, and I I don't really understand why. Yeah, my favorite thing about this podcast has been how you so evidently hit a wall. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah, you like you checked out so hard just then. Just I, now. Just then. I cannot yeah. stress enough how much you just checked out. I can feel out. it. I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel it. Okay, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. I love you so much. I love you too. This was decent. Okay. Good. It's a good grade. <laughs> no, this was good. Um thank you to everyone that asked questions. It was very helpful and I hope you got your answer. Yeah. Also, come see us on the road. We we are 
off the road a lot now that we're trying to make an album and we'll be we tour- have a dog and we have a dog but we'll be touring more when the album comes out but until then please come see us on these kind of off-season shows we are doing full band more than uh more than not on this tour so i'll be on drums <laughs> obviously obviously we hired a violinist yep um filling in the back seat Fid- fiddling in the back seat mm-hmm. fiddling Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. great. This is you're so tired. I'm so tired. What happened? I don't know, but you you stopped being uh, Aaron for a second there. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, uh, how would you end this podcast if you could? I'm gonna need you to do it. Yeah.